Hey, as always, I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of Louis Was in Real Life. This is Keisha, and I just wanted to open the show with a little inspiration. Um, again, this is coming from All Along You Were Blooming, Thoughts for Boundless Living um, by Morgan Harper Nichols. Um, it goes, I don't know what this one's actually called, but it doesn't have a title. So before we rush to doing, we must first rest in being. Being present within the grace that allows us to be our unmasked selves right here where we are. I pray that you enjoy this episode. We had a few recording blips and it kind of got discouraging, but we wanted to push through and get this out. We're still working on perfecting our formula. So just hang in there with us as we learn the ropes and we get better and better every episode. Again, thank you for listening and I truly hope this blesses you. Now to the show. Good morning, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you decide to listen today, listener. Hey, y'all. <laughs> yes, good morning. <laughs> Thank you for joining the podcast. We really appreciate it, as always. Um, how's your weekend, or how has your week been so far? Crazy. It's been crazy. It's been good, but it's been crazy. It It has been the exact thing that we're about to talk about today for me not on the positive side of time management but on the i don't have a good sense of time management y'all don't know but that was what we we're going to talk about so i'm sure that when you look at it it's going to say whatever spazzy thing keisha puts up there about time management yeah this one today this week none <laughs> it's been good um let's see today is a wednesday the listeners will be hearing this on thursday so it's been a good week so far um yeah i really don't have any complaints and we are going to talk about time management today like india said uh i just we just i was so I came with this episode because and it I came with this episode two weeks ago, so it's kind of fuzzy as to why, but I'll try to give y'all what I was thinking. I was in the car with my two-year-old and we were in traffic and it was just taking up a bunch of my doggone time. And I was just like, how, you know, how how am I spending my time daily? How am I tracking my time daily? And then how much of that time goes into living my life for God. And then just time management in general, like what does it say about that in the Bible? So I brought that to India and she thought it was a great idea. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Like she yeah, said. Yeah, I absolutely thought it was an amazing idea because I have a lack of time management most times, um, not on purpose, but just because I, things, it always seems like things are happening when you have a, um, when you have a business. So it's like you're always trying to figure out um, how how am I going to be able to do this, 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 and this, still be able to get God in there, still be able to deal with kids, still be able to, and then stuff keeps happening. So it's like distributors don't have our products. Um, whatever it looks like, come on, man. Distributors don't know how to get our products because is behind you know so i'm looking up here i'm looking at them like hey hey man i got stuff i got orders i gotta get out i got stuff i gotta do and now i'm running all over the city 
trying to find the very thing in just regular stores that I need. So it's like, man, I feel fuzzy. Like today, I feel fuzzy and not fuzzy, but like frazzled. I'll say frazzled because I'm running trying to find all of the things that we need in order for this well-oiled machine to keep going. But it seems like the oil is dry. Yeah. It seems like the machine ain't working, you know, because it was working. It's been working. I've never had an issue. Well, I've had some issues, but I ain't been having too many issues. And so it's like, okay, this is where, for me personally, like, okay, God, slow me down mm-hmm. so that I can see and so that I can really hear and so that I can get a better grasp of my time. Um, but it starts with managing that time with him first. Because honestly, like, as quiet as it's kept, I get up in the morning, I hit him with a thank you. I read a couple scriptures, do a devotion or something like that, pray a little bit while I'm in the shower. And then my day is on, you know, it started. But I never actually set a whole lot of time aside to just like two hours and two hours, what is it, 24 hours in a day? I never set two hours and 40 minutes aside to just devote that completely to, okay, God, I'm giving you this two hours and 40 minutes. Where it, that should, I think that would probably, like, you know, smooth my day out even more. But somewhere in there, still ain't doing it. I totally agree. I think that what happens is we try to, like you said, with your um, distributors or manufacturers or whatever you were saying about the business that you run, I think that a lot of the times we try to control time. We want to do it in these succinct hour long blocks. Like, okay, from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m., I'm going to be doing this. Sorry, y'all. I got, okay, I have um, two computers on this desk and one of them is one of them is my husband's and it just keeps going off. I don't know what I don't know what's going on in the chat that he's got going on, but it just keeps going off. So y'all are going to hear that from time to time. But back to my point, um, I just feel like we try to block off time like nine to 10. This is what's going to happen. And I'm going to move forward. And then from 10 to 11, this is going to happen. And that's just not the way it goes. When I was re- researching this in the Bible, I found four scriptures. I don't know if we're going to cover them all today, but I did find four. And the first one that I found is in my favorite book, which is James. And I don't know if it's my favorite because it's the shortest book, but, (laughs) and I don't even know if it's the shortest book. I know it only has five chapters, but it packs a lot of punch. And that's what I like to think of myself, like somebody that's small and I don't have to say a lot, but when I do talk, it packs a lot of punch. And sometimes I do just talk for no reason too. So let me just stop embellishing right now. So it's James chapter four, 13 through 14. No, I ain't gonna let you just say something like that and then skivvy old over it. I think that you say things that pack a lot of punch a lot. You don't even realize what you're saying most of the time. Yeah, that's the problem. And then you be like, ooh. Did you hear what you just said? And a lot of most of the time that's how it happens. Don't do that. Don't try and, you know, listen yourself. Well, thank you, girl. Shut up. I but listen, okay, listen, I'm gonna give y'all a chance to go to James chapter four, verses 13 and 14. But I want to go back to something India said too about how when she wakes up, just go through your morning routine again. You said you wake up, you go, you uh say thank you to God. I say thank you. 
I read a couple scriptures. I do a devotional or something. And then I get in the shower, say a little bit of a prayer. And then I'm on about my day. I wonder if that's more of a, uh, just for you or for anybody, is that more of a routine thing or is it because, or do you feel obligated to do that? Or is it something that you feel you really feel passionate towards? Because when you feel passionate towards okay. something, even if you don't block out that two hours and 40 minutes, you're going, you, if you really sit down and at first it's intentional, right? At first it's not just passion, it's intention. And then once you sit down and you really start reading or studying or talking to God, it just flows and you don't have to set aside two hours and 40 minutes. In fact, you don't have to set aside any amount of time really, but until you're done just flowing. And so I think that's yeah. what sometimes we have to wonder if it's out of routine or if it's just out of something that we really do enjoy doing. That's what I got from that. Or that's what I want to say about that little chocolate. <laughs> Y'all won't see a video this week because India is, predisposed um I'm dry. that's what's happening so let me say this mm -hmm. let me answer your question because my phone tried to hook up to the wi-fi i shouldn't have been driving this is this is <laughs> another prime example of time management and i told my friend about this before i before i got off the phone because i said oops it's time let me go get to this podcast he said the pro your issue is that that wasn't that important to you <gasps> because if you who is that, that Braxton? No, my friend Smith. Oh, okay. If it was important to you, you would have carved out time to make sure that you studied, that you got prepared, that you were at the place you needed to be, because that's important. I said, well, no, it's important to me, but I just, like, stuff started happening, and I had no control over it. And he was like, mm, okay. And so I tried to deflect and was like, well, wait, no, because even last week, this is me coming up with all my excuses. Even last week, I was ready, but we didn't do it. Last week, we ended up, you know, other stuff, our, our time had, you know, was just not in the right space. And he was like, okay. And he just let me, like, <laughs> let it go. And I'm like, well, wait a minute, though. <laughs> I've got excuses. I got something. I've got, I, I got reasons. I got excuses. Yeah, no, but. The reality is it, it couldn't have been that important if I didn't execute my time. And I, I'm not going to say that it wasn't important, but I just have terrible time management. Terrible. Like, I don't put things, I just think everything falls into place. And that's literally how I live my life. And the thing, too, is God doesn't, and we're, and we're kind of jumping ahead. And I hope we have enough time because me and he had a really good conversation about time, uh, talent, and resources. But rewind i don't think god demands us to do like there our kids are demanding our spouses are demanding our jobs are demanding our lives in general are demanding so it's easy to just prioritize those things because it's like these are things that i have to do if i don't get this done if i don't meet this deadline this is what i have to do the podcast on the other hand reading the bible on the other hand going to um, Bible study or even having Bible study with your group of friends, which we've also stopped doing like that's so easy to put back. And it's so, and we make it easy for our other believers, brothers and sisters to make excuses. Cause we also want to out. And I don't know why, like, I don't know why it's so like if India, not in this particular moment, but any other time, if India had to call me and be like, girl, you know, I couldn't, I can't do this I, I won't be able to do the podcast or i'm not gonna be able to meet you at 
such and such unless i'm at, at a church event unless i'm fired up about it i'm gonna be like okay and i won't go and it's like i won't hold, hold her accountable i won't care because at that point i don't ha I, can, I can do what keisha wanted to do so i just don't know why we just and i know it's because god doesn't necessarily demand it but he actually does demand it we just we just do what we want to do. Like, yeah. Um, when Keisha just said about the accountability, that goes back to what we were um, talking about before. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, we we mentioned accountability. A couple weeks ago, we talked about holding each other, you know, and making sure that things, um, when we we find ourselves in certain situations. And we're upholding, like, hey, let me hold you, let me, let me hold you, let me let me be that help for you, let me be that support system for you. But Keisha just said, I if she if I'm not fired up about it, I ain't gonna do it. Nope. I'm not gonna hold her accountable. And that's one of the things that I know that in me and Keisha's friendship that we have been, and then in our friendships completely, like uh, with my sister um, and Brandy, we've been working at trying to hold each other accountable. And even now, I still get a little agitated by it. Like, mm. my sister said something to me yesterday. She was like, sister, when somebody's holding you accountable, don't deflect. Just take it. Like, it is what it is. Don't try and make it, you know, be about, oh, well, I did X, Y, and Z. I, you know, you, you do that. And I don't ever say nothing to you about when you do it. And she's like, well, don't, don't do that. Just, just take it. And if you have an issue with whatever it is that I've done, um, talk to me about that at another time. But don't try to bring, don't bring it up. Recording in progress. When, what? <laughs> don't try and, <laughs> not try and talk about it or don't try and deflect from it. Uh, from your, from me holding you accountable by trying to talk about the things that I didn't do. I'll take my stuff and that's okay, but don't bring it up at the time that you're being held accountable. And I'm like, what? All right. Mm-hmm. I got that phone so quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good lesson to learn in, 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 in everything. Like when you have an argument or whatever, and no, somebody, not even an argument, somebody's really telling you like, Okay, this is how you made me feel in this moment, and this is how you need to correct it, and blah 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 blah. It's so much easier to to be like, well, when you did that to me, <clears throat> excuse me, when you did that to me, I didn't say nothing, so you can't tell right. me. And I don't know why it's just so much easier to deflect and be like, no, nah, because you treat me the same way. When in reality, you have to correct and and or hold somebody accountable in the moment, in that moment. You can't just be, right. And sometimes people don't do that, and so. They feel like I'm going to deflect. I'm going to, any way I can get the spotlight off of me, I'm going to get it off of me. So that's what people do. Um, um, moving on though, like I was going into James chapter four, verses 13 and 14. And I'm reading from the new international version, NIV. Um, but it says, <clears throat> Now listen, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. 
So those few verses that I read, they pack a lot of punch for me. And I mean, at first when I was researching, I only read James, or it only sent me to James uh, 4, 13 and 14, but you always have to read a full entire chapter because everything is, it's context, context matters. So we're just reading James 13 and 14. It basically says like, don't make any plans. You don't know what you're about to do. You are you are nothing but a mist. You can vanish on any day. So that those two verses are saying to me, don't make any plans. But if you go down to one more verse to 15, it says, instead of making plans and saying, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to this city or that city. I'm going to make money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You need to say, if it's, if it's the Lord's will. So it's okay to make plans as long as you acknowledge that, hey, these plans can change. My time on this earth is limited. I don't know when the trumpets are going to sound because that's what, that's what's going to happen when I die. The trumpets are going to sound. The trumpets day when the, you don't hear the sky open up. When I die, you're going to hear a little bit of crinkle, crinkle, and I'm going to die. Like, oh, 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 she died, y'all. The crinkle, crinkle came. You are crazy. <laughs> no, but she said, like, no, seriously. Okay, so based off of what you just said about making not making the plans but then if you gonna make plans make sure that you add god into like okay god if it's god's will because at any moment it can change right it goes back to how my day went how my day is going even today like we made plans to to do you know podcasts at this time um be prepared all of those things but then things changed like we literally think time management has to do with us making sure that we stay on this schedule when you got a schedule and God and that schedule don't line up with what God is doing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's your schedule. It's your plan. Now, mm-hmm. now let's go back to God's plan. That's how me and Arvalisha, when it came to open up the restaurant and doing everything with Maddie's, our plan was to have this salon and do all of this stuff with the salon and then... God's plan stepped in. I knew I didn't want to do the salon. I knew I didn't want to, you know, have too many more plans dealing with the salon. But I also knew that, God, you got me here. So it got to be a plan. It got to be something going on. So when it came to God shifting us from one thing that looked like it was a lucrative thing for us to do doing hair, and then shifted us into a whole nother realm of like, it ain't even close to what we were doing. It's the complete opposite. Nobody wants to see hair in their food, but we were doing hair. You know, so it's like, we go from doing hair to making food to make sure ain't no hair in it. (laughs) So it's like having control over how you plan. It literally is like a laugh in the face to God. Mm -hmm. Girl, that's what you thought you was gonna do? Because you think you're doing, okay. All right, okay, well, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. And so then we start, me and Alicia, um, and I'm only talking about this because I've lived out that portion of the Bible. Mm-hmm. I've lived it out. Mm-hmm. I've literally lived it out. And so me and Alicia, we stopped making plans. We started writing everything down. There's a, a scripture in the Bible that says, write the vision and make the plan, right? And you write me, you write this vision, I think it's Habakkuk 2 2, something like that. Don't quote me on it. Um, but you write this vision out, right? You make it plain. You you doing that so that somebody else can come behind you and you know finish what you started. But we wrote this stuff out, and then we didn't go to the point of okay, now this we have to stay to this schedule. 
we wrote it out and we prayed over it and said, God, now if this is what you want us to do, show us how to do it. You show us, you give us the, you know, give us the timing on everything. Who opens up a restaurant in the pandemic? That's the wrong time. But it wasn't ours. In it was earthly never our time. time. It was never. Yeah, in, yeah, in natural time. time. Yeah. Right. But in, in God's time, this is the perfect time. You don't know, you bring in a health conscious restaurant to a community that has no health conscious consciousness. Mm-hmm. There's no health consciousness in this community. So you you opening up in the midst of a pandemic where everybody's health is on, you know, everybody's walking on pins and needles because of health. And then you open up something that is going to promote health. That's nobody but God that, that goes in and snatches your plan and then throws it out. So there's a scripture that I wanted to talk about um, in conjunction with what you just said. One it second, is, though. Uh, one second. Matthew. One second. Okay, Let me just say this one thing. You guys wrote it down, y'all. You know, this is y'all wrote it down and prayed over it. And then you weren't rigid to like, this is my plan. This is what I'm going to do. This is what God said I'm we're going to do. It doesn't change when when God delays something, it d- doesn't change what he says. And I think that we get all in our feelings about it and we like, this is rejection. Like, this is crazy. No, like India and Arlisha, they both own Maddie's. And though they wrote their vision down, though they prayed over it, they had some bumps and bruises or some bumps and bruises in between getting it open. It wasn't like God just put this path and the doors open and the angels were singing. No, they had to go through some trials and some tribulations. But sometimes we don't even get through. We don't get to our destiny because we're so concerned about. But God, this is what you said was going to happen for me. He didn't say it was going to be easy but that he will walk in it with you. You wrote it down. You prayed over it. You're doing what you're supposed to do with your time. That doesn't mean that our time and God's time are totally different things anyway. Like it says somewhere in the Bible, a a day to us is, oh my gosh. It's a thousand years in God's. Yeah. A thousand years. Something something like that. I don't know the exact scripture, but I just wanted to, okay. I just wanted to jump in and say that for anybody that's listening, that's thinking like, well, you know, you had a clear path. You did. No, no. Uh-uh. Listen here. Let me tell y'all about the bumps and bruises, not to get off the off topic, but like the bumps and bruises where we, we didn't ever have a desire to open up a restaurant. We wanted to chain the food trucks, but God said something different, but we allowed ourselves to, to explore what God, where God was like, allowing our minds to open up further than the box that we wanted to keep God in. And so when we wrote it down at the top of the year in 2020, okay, well, God, if you want us to have a restaurant, we're going to write that down. We prayed about it. We wrote down some things that we were feeling in our spirits, but that don't mean that we were completely on board with it either. And so in the midst of having this pandemic happen, me and my sister, we now trying to figure out how we going to make money because all of our resources has been just shut down. There's, you can't bring no food trucks out. You can't bring no, you know, you can't go into the uh, to the commissary to make food. The the stores is completely out of food. We still have orders that we need to, you know, that we needed to get to the stores with our queso and all of that. And we still having to figure this stuff out because we have no access to nothing because everything's on lockdown. So then God comes in and he says, all right, now it's time to go ahead and get a restaurant. What? Mm-hmm. It you sounds want us crazy. to do what with no money? We ain't had no money this year, that year. We didn't, we didn't have no money at all. Like, where's the money coming from? 
we out here Instacarting because we have to figure out how to make money to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. Literally, make this end and that end meet together. Like, I never understood that 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 terminology until I had to take one end of something and take another end of think something that looked like it's dying off and make it meet. Mm. We had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so then in the midst of that, we both catch COVID. While we trying to open up our restaurant, we both catch COVID and don't die. And everybody was around me when I called it. I called it first. And literally, Keisha was there. Uh, our friend staffed me. Uh, my mom, my dad, my stepdad, my brother, my sister, the key, all the kids. We were at that restaurant. Remember, Keisha, we were yeah. there uh, for Wilson's birthday. Yeah. I had COVID, active COVID that day, and none of them caught it. Nobody but my sister. How? Mm-hmm. How? Because there was, that was the trial we was going to have to go through. Now we both catch COVID and we two weeks out. We got to open up in two weeks. Now we have to push it out for a whole month. But did that, does that mean that we, you know, God, you ain't, we wrote down this plan, God, you know, and, and, and it's getting tough. And so what are we supposed to do? Nah, we have to sit back and let God work. Yep. If it's in his will, to let God work. if it is in, if it, if it's in your, if it's in the Lord's will, it's going to be done. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you were talking, you were going to Matthew. Matthew. Yeah, I'm going. I'm at Matthew right now. Uh, Matthew six, Matthew six, verse thirty three and thirty four, and it says, "But seek ye first." This is in the King James version. It says, "But seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you." Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. So, while we're talking about Keisha's first scripture was not, you know, not tripping off. You don't, you, you making plans for tomorrow, but you don't know. Now say, if it's in God's will. So, how do we know if it's in God's will? How do we know if this is in God's will to seek him first? Yep. All of our plans fell in place because we sought him out first. Mm-hmm. It's to seek him first in his kingdom. Because now it's about being kingdom-minded in your business. Now it's about being kingdom-minded in your plans. Is this time going to be time that is going to be frivolous time? And it's okay to have frivolous time. It's okay to to have moments where you just, you know, just kind of chilling or whatever. But you also know that there that's the same time where the, uh, the, the devil can play with your mind and your thoughts. I don't mind. It's the devil's playground. That's what, that's what the old folks used to say. But I know it's in the Bible somewhere, too, like the idle mind something yeah don't know for sure don't quote me like, i'm still a believer in real life and i do not know the whole bible okay? <laughs> um, <laughs> but you got you got the time that you could be literally like you have ideas that you could be working on uh books that you could be writing and it ain't always about business it's just time that you could be spending with family time that you could be spending working on self-care things of that nature but you won't you you won't know that if you don't seek them first. God, what you want me to do? I'm going to dedicate this day to you, God. What do you want me to do to, uh, to advance your kingdom? And he may tell you, I want you to just go to the grocery store and smile at everybody that you see and keep them moving. If that's, if that's what's going to help build his kingdom, baby, that's an easy, easy ask. But sometimes it's just not. Sometimes it's just too easy. We always want those things where it's like, 
man, you go, you said do what now? You want me to go to the grocery store and, and smell the people? Man, I'm ready for something bigger. My shoulders can hold something bigger than that. I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. State people gonna think I'm slow. Like we have so many excuses. And then, right? So we ask for something bigger, and guys basically say, "Okay, you're not ready." But okay, since you want it, here you go. Then we get to something a bigger responsibility, like, "Oh, what? What? I don't know." A nonprofit organization. Then all of a sudden, it's like, um, you know, I really this is too much for me. I cannot handle this. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, I just want to go to the grocery store and smile at people. Can we rewind? Can we go back to when that happened? We just have to be yeah. <laughs> our our duties and our tasks and our and our and our assignments are right where they need to be as far as is how far along we are with um with God. My brother-in-law said something last night and it really and it, it we were having a family meeting and he said, you know, I try not to feed you can't feed a baby a steak. And it stuck with me like that is so true. Like, there's no way they can digest that. There's no way that they can handle that. And that's what God, God is. We're his babies, a lot of us. And some of us are further along in the walk th than others. But to be honest, none of us are any closer to God than the next person sitting next to us, uh, the next believer sitting next to us. And different times in our life, we want to stake so bad. We don't, but we haven't even grown teeth. We don't even have our baby teeth. And We've gone, you know, Man, I've gone on a tangent. I've gone on a tangent. No, you went on that tangent. It's good, though, because, listen, Keisha, you, you, you're not saying something that's just far-fetched. That's good. Because what we do, you just said he, you can't feed a baby a steak. But then you over here talking about if God just told me to go smile, God, can I go back to where you was just giving me milk? Mm -hmm. But no, instead, give me that steak. Give me the non-for-profit. Give me that. Mm -hmm. And you can't chew it. And he knew you couldn't chew it, but he still gave it to you. But guess what? The, the greatest thing in that is when you come back to the word and the word tells you to but, it says, but seek ye first. There's a but there. Because right before that, there's a whole lot of conversations. There's a lot of conversations. 31 says, therefore, take no thought, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For your heavenly, for your heavenly father knoweth that you have need of all these things. That's what the Bible says. He said, I know what you need. I know all of this stuff. I know that you need some food. I know that you need clothes. I know that you, you know, you over here, you struggling. I know that you're trying to figure some things out. But if you seek me first, that's verse 33. 31 and 32. And even going up to verse, I think it goes all the way back uh, to 27. Mm. Um, he's telling you. I heard all of that. I know exactly what you mean. But listen, you don't have to worry about that if only you seek me first. And don't think about tomorrow. You ain't got to think about what's going to happen tomorrow. We always planning for tomorrow. We never actually live in this day. We plan for tomorrow because that's what we were that's what we were taught. You got to have you got to plan for your future. But is God in that future? Right. And, right. And I fully and I don't and I fully I, I don't disagree with that. Like, I don't think that people should just live. You know what I mean? But like Indy just said, you can plan. You can you can plan your life away. You can you can have I'm going to be married by the time I'm 30. I'm going to be doing this, but I'm a graduate, blah, blah, blah. But you also have to consider God. And I think a lot of times we just yeah. don't. We just don't. Proverbs 15. I'm sorry. 16. nine says. In their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. 
He what? is, we can, I can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And it could be somehow it can be all aligned with what God wants me to do. But if I still don't consult with the Lord throughout the day, I might have a misstep because he's still there. He's still, we're supposed to still, I'm not saying, and if you want to fine, but I'm not saying go to your prayer closet once an hour for 10 minutes every day. I don't have a set time amount that you need to do. I don't even know if a lot of people have prayer closets anymore. I'm not sure. What I'm saying is all it takes is a little, hey, I just want to check in real quick. I'm doing the right thing. Okay, cool. And you'll know because you'll feel it in your holy, your, your body, your Holy Spirit. You know, you'll y'all, know. You'll feel it in your Holy Ghost. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> in your Shondo. You'll feel it in your Shondo. <laughs> Shut up. Shit about okay, a Honda. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, manage your time, but also you're not really the boss of your time. Like you the manager, but you got a supervisor. <laughs> you definitely got a boss, dog. You got the you got the CEO of that company, dog. God <laughs> is the CEO of your life. Yeah. I gave you responsibility. Yeah. Okay, Adam, I gave you responsibility. And then I gave you dominion over the responsibility. So therefore you manage all of this, you know? I gave you that. Uh-huh. But don't get it twisted, Adam. You still gotta come to me. And so when you start managing this differently, don't blame your coworker. Cause I made her your coworker. <laughs> God, oh. I hear you. I made her your coworker. Mm-hmm. I didn't make I didn't give her dominion over you. I mm-hmm. gave you dominion over her. She you're the manager, Adam. And she's the co-worker. She comes to work with you. She didn't come to she didn't come to work for you. She came to work with you. And then you allow her to do your job. Yeah. And then you and then you gave the blame to her. As if I didn't talk directly to you. I didn't say a word to her. I said directly to you, Adam. Hey. Don't that, touch that. That's that same thing. It goes back to the first what? Ten minutes of the show. If India comes to me and say, hey, Keisha, I don't want to go to uh, I don't want to go to Oklahoma to see. We've been talking about this forever. And if she says, hey, I don't want to go to Transformation Church and visit um, Pastor Ty's church. Guess what? I'm going to still go to that. However, if she called me and said, I'm you know, I'm just really not feeling Bible study tonight and we were supposed to go as partners. I would like, OK, I'm not on fire about that. And the same thing with Adam and Eve is like he knows what it's so easy for us to influence each other in the wrong ways. That it's crazy. He knows exactly what God told, what what God said to him. But Eve came along and she said something different. He was like, eh, you know, I really wasn't feeling that rule anyway because I was curious about it too. I really wanted to know. Yeah. yeah, I really wanted to know. I've been trying to figure out why did you tell me don't touch it. <laughs> right. Why did you tell me don't eat of it? You didn't even tell me don't touch it. But why did you tell me don't eat of it? I I just needed. I just needed a green light from somebody to do oh, my dirt. Listen, I just I just needed one nudge in the wrong direction. That's All it. you got to do is tell me to go. I am on the way. And that's how we are with a lot of sin in our life, too. It's like we have a certain group of people. And I used to have a... Keisha used to be my person that I would talk to. And this is just full transparency. She used to be my person that I would talk to when I know that I didn't already made my decisions to do my wrong. She wouldn't tell me to go do it, but she would laugh about it. Yeah, and no, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tell her not to. She definitely wouldn't tell me not to and be like, well, tell me about it after you get done. Just don't do nothing crazy. And so then it, it started to shift and it started to be like, okay, well, you did that. Now why? And I'm like, uh-uh. 
like, you know, you ain't that person for me, man. Now it don't feel as fun to talk to Keisha about the stuff I'm out here doing that I ain't got no business doing. Whatever that look like. Well, I just overate all of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I and feel like, like girl, now you're gonna be fat. I feel <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I feel like things have shift have shifted for you too, to where usually Indy would tell me stuff and we would laugh about it and Kiki have a real good Kiki and she would go on and do her thing. But India started coming to me after the fact or before the fact or in the, in the fact and really feel bad. Right. And since I don't want my friend to feel bad no more, it's not as, it's not as much of a Kiki anymore. It's to where she's really struggling with something and we not hiding it with humor. Now it's easier for me to say, wait a minute. I don't want my wait Now my friend's doing this. But afterwards, she don't feel good about it. She feel kind of bad. Well, let me stop making excuses with her. Let me start saying, okay, dog, like this ain't where this really ain't where you want to be. When before I thought we was having a good time together, I was living vicariously through her and I thought we was having a good time doing it. But when she come back and she she and she's not and she's beat up about it or hurt behind it. It's something where it's like, okay, Keisha, something's got to shift in you because something has now shifted in India to where you cannot let keep letting her bump her head, brother. You know, whether she wants to hear it or not, you can't keep letting it because it's not fun no more for her. So it can't be fun for you no more because you don't like her having those feelings. So I think that's what happened. Something shifted in that. And I know, y'all, we are all over the place and we really always try to stay on task. But this was necessary, y'all, because your girl been struggling. And Keisha, Keisha, she real life a prophet. She don't know it, though. No. She talking. No. That's all right. <laughs> She talking though, cause I don't want it. she don't know. I don't even talk to Keisha about some of the things that I've been struggling about. But I went to my sister, who's my other accountability, and I told her to just. And this is for anybody. I, who am one of the hosts of the podcast Believers in Real Life, am struggling, and I also need prayer. I also need help. I also need somebody to like throw my name in there every once in a while. Just throw my name out there. To, the, to God, you know, just throw my name out there to God when you're in prayer, because it's been a struggle. Mm -hmm. I know that God is doing some amazing things that I can't even see yet, but I know that also in the midst of him doing amazing things, things about me got to change. Things that I'm used to doing got to change. And this is as transparent as I can possibly get yeah. by asking people who I don't even know, the one listener, even if it's my sister, who is the one, or my brother, who is the one. I need help, y'all. Wow. Seriously. Wow. And and that takes a big believer or a Christian to say that because a lot of Christians are, they're very... I don't know. Like I've got it all together. I got it going on. I don't need no help. I don't need nothing from y'all. I don't need nothing from nobody. When that's not true, we are all struggling through something. And even get sometimes getting through the day is like, uh, it's a hassle. It's crazy. So it takes a lot for someone to to bear it all to people to to anybody. Not even only people that they don't know, but just to anybody and say, hey, I need prayer. We all do. We all do. And that's really what this yeah. podcast is about. And like I said, I know we go out, we are all over the place, but sometimes you, we just have to let, I don't know, we just have to let God in. And, and and really, it's still not all over the place because that's what this podcast was about, like, is about, like, letting yeah. God in your day, letting God lead yeah. you. Um, You know, India, I know myself too, but I can feel pulled 
all over my day. Like I'm being pulled in every direction. I don't really have time to talk to God. Like I don't have time. Okay. I'm busy, but yeah, we have to learn to not be too busy for God. Establish that foundation every morning. Hey, I'm, I'm, you die for me. So I'm gonna live for you. What do you want me to do? Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. It'll come to you. It will. Um, so yeah, I had other verses to go through, but I think I think that's enough. I think that's enough. I did just want to be able to say I have been practicing for two weeks on how to say this uh, Bible chapter, and I never got a chance to say it. So I'm gonna say Ecclesiastes. <laughs> I got it. Okay. Okay. I said, oh, I got to practice this one. Ecclesiastes. Yes, listen, that was I was saving the best for last. All the I don't, you know, all the all the ver all the um chapters in the Bible are great, but Ecclesiastes uh chapter three, I stopped it, but just read full chapter three, or even if you want to do chapter three, one through eight. I'll just read the first couple. It says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot. And I just really feel like, oof. There's so many things happening in my life, y'all. So many things like transitioning, friendships are blossoming, friendships are dying. Um, (laughs) Work is changing. I'm becoming more successful in my real estate career. I'm becoming more successful in my uh, medical career. Like things are changing and it's scary, right? Because I don't know what I'm doing. I have imposter syndrome. Do I even belong here? Do these people know that I'm a fraud? Like (laughs) I'm not really a fraud, but I'm just saying like... Anyway, like you get these these thoughts, y'all. You get these thoughts in your head, like, okay, do I really know what I'm doing? But this this particular chapter says there's a time for everything, and it's sometimes it hurts to uproot, sometimes it hurts to plant new things, sometimes it hurts to 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 heal. Even healing hurts. It hurts to cry. Like a lot of these things are uh, suffering based, but. I know that there's like there's a reason for everything and there's greater on the other side of whatever whatever you're going through. Keisha, like, okay, so I know we're supposed to be ending this podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to wrap it up. (laughs) I know, but I got to touch on what you just said um, about there being the time to plant and a time to uproot. Yeah. And you say that there was a lot. These things sound like they're suffering in these things but when you said that i started to think like well what would there be a, a why would there be a suffering in planting but then i actually guys started to show me because i'm sitting outside while this while we're doing this podcast i'm sitting outside and so god started showing me how when you get ready to plant something you have to dig through the dirt yeah you gotta dig you gotta pull you gotta dig up dirt and you gotta keep on getting until it's about six i think it's like six to eight inches down and you digging through, you digging through, you digging through. So what is he digging through on us where he's coming to plant? Mm. 
And then when he's coming to uproot, when you come to uproot, you got to start digging around. You got to start digging around then too. So he's digging through, digging through, digging through, trying to get all of the roots so that he don't leave nothing, nothing there at all. Nothing will be undone. Nothing will be untouched. So he digging to get these things. And I can see the suffering that happens right there. But baby, when Keisha said that there is something greater on the other side of your suffering, when you get the when you get something planted, when you get something planted, there's a there's a flower that comes. But it takes such long it takes a time for it to actually push through the dirt. It takes a time for it to actually bloom out of a seed, just a small seed. It takes time. And we be wanting stuff to happen right now. Mm-hmm. I want it to happen right now because we're in the microwave generation. But when God said that there's a time to plant. And there's a time to uproot. The stuff that I want gone out of my life that causes me to struggle, it's going to take some time. God could do it right now if he wanted to. I know he could, but he knows that I will probably go right back to it because he did it before and I went right back to it. But now this time is, nope, we're going to uproot it. So with all of that being said, I just, I appreciate the moments that we have like this. And I think that if you take nothing else from this podcast, take this. There's a time for everything. Yeah, that was good. There's a time for everything. Um, So we are out of here. We will see you all next week. We appreciate you hanging in there with us um, during this. As I know, it's uh, I keep thinking it was all over the place, but maybe it wasn't. Um, But yeah, tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat place. And thank you so much. We love you. Bye bye. Bye.